are so honored that you're here with us for season three. We want to share, connect, and grow the paper flower community with you. Welcome to Paper Talk. Hello, everybody. Today is New Year's Eve. We're so excited that you decided to join us before kind of like hurrah to the last day of 2020 because it's been a strange year, as I know everybody would agree on that. And then I think hope in 21 because there's a vaccine now, which means people can start traveling, people can start meeting each other, which both Jesse and I are so excited, you guys. Um, <laughs> just having that opportunity to say, hey, I really miss you and give you a big hug. Yeah. That's been a really important thing. But you know what has carried Jesse and I this entire year is doing this podcast, reaching out to the community, interviewing people, paper flower journey. Mm-hmm. And it's been so much fun. I mean, I can't believe we're doing season three. It's going to carry on to next year because I, I don't know when we're taking the next break, but hopefully. We can. <laughs> <laughs> but we love you guys so much. And one thing that we would love to ask you is our Patreon page. This is something that Jesse and I have been doing the podcast out of love. And also, we I mean, seriously, we love doing the podcast. We love talking to people. We love, I love editing. It's been really fun because I'm constantly trying to educate myself and trying to improve all my skill sets. But then as we were talking to our bookkeeper, going through our numbers, we're like, oh my gosh, it's been kind of a financial drain on us a little bit. And so that's one of the reasons why we put together Patreon. And what Patreon is, is pretty much an artist, kind of like a GoFundMe, which I think is really important for artists because it gives us the creative lead way to create and not be bound by financial constraints, which I feel like we are dealing a little bit with here. And I'll tell you why. Let's break it down, Jesse. One of the biggest costs, let's talk about the financial costs of this. First of all, we have to have a place to host all the podcasts. And we do this through Simplecast. We actually research. I mean, there's so many really good ones out there. But financially, if you guys want to do a podcast, look at Simplecast. It's really easy. It's really affordable. We pay $25 a month to host all of our podcast episodes, which is fantastic. There's some that are higher price point. They offer a lot more options on making your podcast a little bit better. That's one piece. I do all the editing. So we have to pay an editing software, which is, I use Adobe Suite, which has the Premiere, which has the Audition, which has the sound engineering capability to take away the background noise, to de-verb, de-s certain things. So if you hear a lot of S's, that means I'm not doing the right job because I need to tone <laughs> that down. So that's one thing I've learned this year is sound engineering, which is kind of cool. I can say I'm a sound engineer now. <laughs> so that's been really fun. So, but that is probably our one of our biggest expense. It's 50 bucks a month, you guys. So we're already at $75 a month. And then we have to pay for a website. So we pay Squarespace for our website, which is $20. So that's another thing. And then one thing that has helped us greatly this year is hiring a copywriter. Hiring Kelsey has been a saving grace for us because we're producing so much content and having someone focus on writing and focusing on the grammar, making sure that we have all the different bullet points, who knows our voice and is able to combine both Jesse and myself together has been really fantastic. So that is costing us pretty much about $45 per episode. And that we record four to five episodes a month. That's Mm -hmm. costing us between $180 to over $200 just to write the different show notes to put together the blog post. And then let's talk about the soft numbers, Jesse. Do you want to take that? (laughs) So like, as you know, we record on Zoom. So every time we meet with a guest, oh yeah, that's our another episode cost, is guys. about 
Yeah, Zoom too. <laughs> Zoom is a cost because when we meet with a guest, it's not just 40 minutes, <laughs> yes. not just 40 minutes long. It's at least an hour long where we get to know them and get them, you know, comfortable talking to us. We go through some of our questions. We talk about what's going on and then we record. So it does take us some time to do that, but there's also a cost with that with Zoom. So um, there's a business, we're on the business plan for Zoom yeah. so that we can record for longer than 40 minutes. $12 per month goes towards our Zoom account so that we can actually record record hour long to our long conversations <laughs> <laughs> which is what happened last week <laughs> <It's> <laughs> oh my gosh though I know it is. It's so much fun. But you know, Quinn edits the episodes and in editing, she edits the audio. She puts in the beginning and the end and anything else that we need to make sure that we sound perfect. And so editing that podcast, I know sometimes it takes her two hours, sometimes it takes her four hours, depending on which episode and how many times somebody says, um. Yes. Or <laughs> anything else or anything if they backtrack. I think one thing I love is I love editing just Jesse myself because I can bang it out and we've gotten so much better about talking about our content where we don't, I don't have to do much editing, just a couple of ums and whatnot and you know and things like that that people says. You guys, there's a proper vocabulary words. It's called disfluency when you say, ums or uhs or you knows and ends and and so so that's been really fun for me on some ways to hear people common words that they like to say I like to say ums a lot I would say Jesse likes to say you know so that's been really fun so it kind of clues me in it's like okay I know she's gonna say that so I'm gonna click that out and then with audition, you can actually see the sound wave that comes through. So I can recognize it looks like a potato if, it, if you think about it. <laughs> so I can see that potato coming up. And it's like, oh, that's another ums or you know, and then I can go and mark it and take it out. But it's been really fun for me. It's kind of, I play it like a game because I'm very competitive, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I feel like you have to play it as a game or else yes. you're sitting there for an hour and it's like, uh. I know. Even though, I mean, if you guys look in the past, some of the podcasts are only like maybe 20 minutes long. It takes so much more than that because there's that introduction part and then cutting out any disfluencies or it actually adds up to quite a lot of time and pauses. So you probably don't want to listen to all those silent pauses as our guests or ourselves are figuring what we're going to say. So cutting out those 10 seconds, 15 seconds, they really add up all those minutes. And so I can make everything very concise, make everything fluid. So cutting out long, silent periods mm -hmm. it does make your podcast sound a lot better. I know a lot of people, they don't care if there's ums, but really, if you're listening to a lot, the ums, you knows, they add up and then you're kind of like, ah, oh, this is so unpolished. I know with Jesse and myself, we like the polished look. We like the polished sound and taking that extra effort to go through... I'll leave a few in because probably one, I missed it, but but also it makes us more human. So it doesn't bother me as much if I let a few go, but if there's a lot that mm -hmm. bothers me. And I know that would bother Jesse. And so I make an extra effort to make sure that the podcast does sound polished for you guys. So it makes it easier for you to listen to because who <laughs> wants to listen to a boring, long filled with silence podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> There's a time and place for yes. the silent pieces. <laughs> yes, exactly. And they're maybe not in our podcast with everybody's attention span nowadays. Like mm -hmm. content fast, quick, concise. And, you know, if we can do the editing and make that happen for you guys, that's what we would do. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. one thing that, you know, we don't mind doing because we yeah. like serving our community yeah. and making sure that we get those really good, valuable content mm -hmm. in your hands or in your ears. Yeah. <laughs>
which is what we've been trying to do. So if you go back to the very beginning and, and look through our episodes, which I highly recommend you do, there's some great content in there. We were quite new at it. We weren't quite sure how to kind of structure our podcasts as well as we do now. And along the way, we've learned a lot. So we're much more focused on determining a topic for each guest. And so we do a lot of research into that <laughs> because there's yes. some people we don't know very well. We love their work, but we don't know. And we have to research them, whether it is looking on their website or on their LinkedIn or at their project. Sometimes some people's websites don't tell you a lot about them. And so we really need to dig. So we also consider, you know, what have we been talking about recently or what's in our Facebook group? What are people in our Facebook group talking about recently? And how that how does that relate to the guests that we're going to have? So we've been trying to do that a lot in terms of narrowing down a topic so that it's not just anybody we're talking to. We're talking about a specific topic with someone who's an expert in it or has experience with it. And I think that makes for much more interesting listening for your half an hour because there's a purpose, right? There's a purpose, there's a point. And it also kind of foreshadows what we're going to talk about with that artist. So mm-hmm. there was actually a lot that goes into it. Sometimes like when I sent out my initial email, I'll sit there and look at my page and be like, okay, what specific things do we want to want to talk to this person about? And it can be very vague, but it can also be very specific too, especially when we have very specific questions like, oh, I know she's doing this. Oh, we really want to ask her about that. And this is the angle that we want to go, f- you know, go from because that Mm -hmm. angle is going to be interesting to our listeners and it's going to be relevant as opposed to it being a little bit more loose, which is what we did at the beginning. But it goes back to kind of like polishing up our Mm podcast and our techniques and such. So I would just say now we actually, the great thing is copywriting has been taken care of. So the actual creating the content, making sure the content's relevant, valuable, and it's concise. Like we spend actually more time doing that Mm -hmm. now than we did at the very beginning. Yeah, because now we have the capability and the brain space. The brain space, yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. And so we recently also switched back to Squarespace because I know I was complaining about (laughs) putting the blog together and all of the other pieces and Kajabi was just, me and Kajabi just not working very well. (laughs) I love Kajabi, you guys. Yeah, you guys, I, I... I love, I don't know how to code very, I don't know how to code. I can Google codes, but Kajabi doesn't have really that type of, I can't do it on Kajabi. That's, that's what I can say. I don't have that technical background. So with Squarespace, I'm able to look pretty and all the negative space is all spaced out. It's perfect. But you know, I still have to create the graphics for it, whether it's the thumbnails, the the social media thumbnails, which are different. (laughs) There's another cost you guys, we didn't talk about is Canva. Oh, Canva. Yeah. Canva is kind of expensive. It's Yeah. It's about $30 a month for us to be utilizing it, but it's a great working horse. You can create so much great graphics and videos and it works really, really well. So I love Canva. If you're investing on anything, invest in Canva, you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you're going to be creating a lot of graphic content and which is what we do a lot of because a lot of our content relates to that. And, you know, we want it to look good. It's so easy. It's so fast. And we do it for every episode. So that stuff is still on our plate. And that also relates to our newsletter too. So we send out a newsletter every week so that we can remind people of what's upcoming in our podcast to, to, to tune in. But we also have really valuable content in the newsletter that Quinn and I spend every week inserting into the newsletter, not just what's happening in our community. So what's happening on our Facebook group, what's happening in terms of new artists that have just you know opened up their Etsy page or has a new website or they're you know offering a course. We love seeing that in our Facebook group and we want to shout it out 
and amplify it. So that's in our newsletter. But also we're right now like obsessed with putting stuff we're obsessed with (laughs) in the newsletter as well. (laughs) Because, you know, it's real. It's authentic. This is what we're doing. This is what we're reading. This is what we love in terms of tools that we're obsessed about or shows. Mm -hmm. So we add all that stuff in that we feel is relevant and useful Mm -hmm. for you guys. And so that's in there too on a a weekly basis. And we go through that. And are we sending the emails through Kajabi or Squarespace right now? It's through Kajabi. So Kajabi is another cost. It costs us about $150 a month to be on that particular platform. So if you're adding up the cost, we're looking at close to $500 a month on what we're spending just alone on producing a podcast. Yeah. So it's, it's, an, it's an expense that that's the reason why we're developing courses because we do these things to pay for things we're passionate about. <laughs> yeah. Podcasts, we are so passionate about it because, you know, Jesse and I, we meet every single week, not just once, maybe twice where we're recording, meeting up to talk about, hey, let's interview this guest. How are we going to put this angle together? So it's a, it's a cost. Even though we're producing, making paper flowers, producing courses, yeah. it's indirectly paying for this podcast. So any help, seriously, that you can help us to maintain this podcast, if you love it, we would be so appreciative if you think about supporting us through Patreon, because that will help us produce even better content and be able to free our brain space or mm-hmm. give us the better reaching power to reach bigger guests. Mm-hmm. So some of the big guests that we're going to be having in 21, you guys, we're going to name drop it. <laughs> <laughs> I work a lot with Kai Scissors and because I do sell a lot of Posy Box and do sell my all-time favorite scissors because you know I love my Kai Scissors all the sizes. They've been really wonderful. And then we're so excited to be able to ask Conatectica Rossi on board to be able to chat with them about their Italian crepe paper. Like we know Mike, we love Mike, but he's our importer for the Italian crepe paper from Italy. And so we're going to talk about the manufacturer. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about their colors. That like, how do they make it? Yeah. What's because, the science behind all of that? I'm so curious. Exactly. And then we're going to ask them a huge favor. If we can travel again, is there any way that we can actually go out there, visit their factory, meet with the minds or the people behind the crepe paper? Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun to hold yeah. a workshop there, you guys? Oh my so gosh. So that's another thing that we would absolutely love to do, but we can't do it without your support. So as we wrap up 2020 and we look at our financial costs, it motivates us to like, how can we ask our community to help us grow even more? Because it's been really amazing, you guys. When we started this paper flower journey, barely anyone knew what paper flowers was, like crepe paper. Mm-hmm. They knew cardstock, which is fantastic. We love that medium. But our medium that we play with every single day is crepe paper. Whether it's German or Italian, we love those tiny little pleats that makes those petals super realistic. So we're just asking if you love this podcast, if you love being on the Paper Flower Community Facebook page, if you follow either one of us, think about supporting us next year in 2021 on patreon.com backslash paper talk. Yeah, I think it's something that we've been thinking about for a while, but you know, we're we're like, we're not the type to ask. No. <laughs> we're not the type to ask. But the cool thing about Patreon is that it's you're supporting us. You're supporting our livelihood. But we also want to share our stuff with you. Kind of like mm-hmm. the behind the scenes with you guys, where we show you our content calendar. We get to show you all of the nitty gritty, what happens when it's not edited, video footage as well. And just have a 
more intimate, I think, conversation about what goes on in our Paper Talk community and, and our Paper Talk podcast. So really any any amount of donation would be appreciated. And yeah, hopefully we can continue to make great content and valuable content for everybody because we're we're learning just like you guys and we just want to share it as we learn. Exactly. Yeah. Because we want to make our paper flower community even bigger because the more people we have, the bigger our voices, the bigger the command. Like if you're looking to import Italian crepe paper or German or Kai scissors into your country, the bigger voice that we have, the more people that start doing paper flowers, that means the more buying power that we have. So we just want to be the bullhorn that shouts out to the world because Mm -hmm. you know what? This podcast reach everywhere. From We have people in Asia, we have people in Russia, we have people in Europe, we have people in South America, and of course, North America. And hopefully one day we'll have a paper florist in the Antarctica. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Yeah. And so I think I love making paper flowers. Jesse will echo that too, because it just brings you this beautiful peace of mind. If any of the listeners out there have not tried paper flowers, we highly recommend it. We <laughs> We're obsessed with it. with it. A little yes, obsessed. <laughs> really obsessed with it because not a week goes by where I'm not thinking about paper flowers or making paper flowers or talking to someone about paper flowers. Mm-hmm. It's been really a passion. I had no idea I had five, six years ago. And now, as Jesse said, we are totally obsessed with it. There's there's so many unopened boxes that we are so excited to open and explore with each of you. And we just love that you're here with us listening mm-hmm. to this podcast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's been really an exciting journey, you guys. So next year, 2021, we're looking forward to bringing you more valuable content because we're so excited for our guests list just like the first month alone it's going to be amazing mm-hmm. and we look forward to you know, talking more about people's paper flower journey and then talking about our own too and our everyday I think yeah. our everyday yes. anything that would help you guys to be yeah. honest we would love well, to share we want to share our struggles our headaches yeah. that mm-hmm. we have every single month about yeah. doing paper flowers or like mm-hmm. oh, why isn't crank paper behaving the way it is <laughs> <laughs> like I remember it is. <laughs> Oh man, yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, you guys. I hope that 2020 was the best that you could have made it, but we are so looking forward to 2021 with each of you. And yeah, happy new year, you guys. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for a way to support us, please hit subscribe and write us a review. We would appreciate it so much. You can also support us as a patron on patreon.com. Your contribution would help us continue to create great content for you and the paper flower community.